up, witches? I'm Taylor. And I'm Amber. And, and this, this is Waking Up the Witch. We're your neighborhood witches. Each week, we talk about all things witchy and connect with other humans in a storytelling format about navigating life on this floating rock. We're two curious ladies trying to understand the human experience, but while we do that, we think it's important to honor the people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by. This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we are always open to feedback on how we can do better. The views and opinions of our guests don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of waking up the witch. Now, let's go ghouls! Hey Amber. Hi Taylor. Hey. Hi. It's been so long. I know I miss you a whole bunch and I miss recording and having this beautiful passion project that we get to create together. Mm -hmm. This feels really like brand new again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it feels weird. I haven't seen you really since we last recorded either i know very briefly we've had mm-hmm. quick little moments we did watch uh the love is blind <laughs> live together reunion um that was stupid though. i think that's really like the only mm-hmm. solid hang that we've had in a couple of months yeah yeah hey hi what's been going on with you the last couple months I just got, I got my chills coming in. Yay. Um, Well, since we last talked, or I guess like shared and chatted on the pod, I've officially opened Moonbees. It's been so exciting and like just feels really good to show up to this place that I've created every day. Um, You know, even if I don't have people rushing in here, I have been able to like set a schedule for myself for the most part and like work on the things that I've been wanting to work on for so long. Like right now, currently I've been uh, going through all my Reiki materials and putting them into a Google drive so that I can start teaching and have it like so easily accessible and to be able to share it easily too, if I need to. Um, So stuff like that, that's just like add many things but like when, coming to my place to do it, which feels great. Um, when are you going to do your Reiki training? So my very, very first in-person class will be June 10th. It'll be 10 a.m. till about 4 or 5 p.m. Um, mm-hmm. I would plan till 5, but we'll probably get a little, get done a little earlier. Um, since it is my first class too, I'll be offering it at a lower price so 333 dollars can people still sign up for that yeah so you can reach out to me on instagram or through my website moonbeeswellness.com to claim your spot and i'm just requesting a 50 dollars deposit to hold your place because this is you know very sacred energy and space Mm -hmm. and and i want you to commit to it and it is very limited i'm only going to let six people join in the first class so for oh chills yep that's the perfect number (laughs) um so you know i don't want you to like be like yeah that sounds great and possibly take a space that someone else could claim as well so just requiring the 50 dollars deposit up front to Mm -hmm. hold your space and then um you'll you'll get uh what is it called 
I'll charge you the rest at the end of the mm-hmm. service. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so excited though, just to be able to, there's so many people who desire to learn that even if it's just for self-healing, yeah. but by the time, like after your day training, then you'll be able to create a beautiful practice for yourself and to be able to practice on your loved ones, mm-hmm. your pets, uh, your plants, your food, like so many things you can use Reiki on, which is cool. Yeah. So you'll be totally trained, prepared and attuned for that. Um, after my class. So this is in person if you are in Southern Oregon and desiring to learn about Reiki and how to use it in your life. Uh, June 10th at Moonbees Wellness. Hit me up if you want to join. Super I'll be excited. There. Yeah. Taylor's my first sign up. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And it's going to be so good for your practice too mm-hmm. and all the magic you're wanting to create in your business. Yeah. Hell I yeah. think for your boutique it's nice that you also offer services because Mm -hmm. a lot of people can open up shops and then not have a lot of people come in and then it's hard to keep your doors open but since you have those other offerings you're gonna be just fine thanks yeah i appreciate that yeah it's i mean that's ultimately what i want to do is i want to be booked out on my services and my clients get to go shopping that's like ideal that's what i want or um, me every week. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis was so telling Allison, um, I'm your best, <laughs> your best shopper. It's like she comes home with something else every time she's there. There's so much good stuff. And soon I'm so going to be much. able to, um, I'll probably be getting some new products in next month. I think I'm just kind of waiting. I've almost sold down on all of my um, Bohindi stream earrings, which makes me Amazing. excited because like, those I pretty much bought like one for myself and one for the shelf. And so I'm not making any money on those, but Mm -hmm. I want to buy more, uh, mostly for me. So I'm like, I have to sell them first before I can buy more. I'll buy a pair. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're so beautiful and unique Mm -hmm. and uh, handcrafted. Yeah, totally. So it's really fun. So yeah, just working, going to work and doing what I want. How is so fucking good. good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really happy. I mean, at first, I think it was kind of hard to like get on a schedule because, you know, I get to make my schedule. How long did you not work? Um, I was at home for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is very lucky and very grateful to have had that time because then I really got to work on, you know, um, my gifts and awakening those. And Mm -hmm. so I did do I had moonbees online and everything I do now I did online but it wasn't like popping yeah and now it's I have at least one client a week which has been yeah. really nice um last week I had like three or four wow which is cool and then this last week I got to do a, my first group reading for some sisters which was really really awesome um something I'd been wanting to create an offer so it was really cool that she hit me up and asked if it was something I could do I was like, yeah, this, you know, perfect opportunity, something I've been wanting to do. So let's fucking do it. That'll be great. And it was so fun. It was a past life reading for four sisters. And one of the sisters, it was her birthday. So we did two past lives for her and then one for each of the other sisters. And we, I think we hung out like two and a half hours probably. Um, And it was just really cool, like, because it wasn't just that one person's experience, but they all got to experience each other's past lives and see how 
um, it actually connected to who they are in this lifetime. And they each were, other, maybe. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. And, you know, it was just really validating for them and for me of like what was coming through and how it does reflect to who they are in their soul and how I could like one sister in particular, as soon as I tapped into her, I could feel like this. Um, it, I don't want to say chaotic. It was more like adventurous and like, you can't tell me what to do kind of energy mm-hmm. and just really like rebellious. <laughs> and um, it was also really interesting because, you know, as I was sharing things, like they all kind of had in their mind, you know, we, you try, you don't want to have expectations for something, but you can't help but be curious about what could come through and daydream about that. And they each individually had kind of done that and had their own premonitions of how things would happen and all of them were validated. Like they were all sharing like, oh, I, I was thinking about this and, you know, I didn't really want to project that or put that out there, but that's so cool that this came through. Or, you know, when she tapped into your energy, I just knew that you were going to have this rebellious nature to you. And so it was funny that she called that out. So that was really cool because then I got to also validate all of their own intuitions. Like you all are witches too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can connect to this energy and it's like, you know, know that and just learn to trust yourself more when these things come through there's reasons for it mm-hmm. and you can believe in yourself so that was really fun and really That's sweet so cool. and yeah I just fucking enjoyed connecting with them so it's been really beautiful to get to do the thing that I love and really feel connected to every day and I was talking with Julia this week um great friend mentor sister she's been on this pod if you haven't listened to her episode one of our highest listened to amazing Mm -hmm. episodes go check it out but um I was chatting with her today and she helped me a lot with you know really believing in my gifts and you know I was telling her that like every single time that I do session of any sort I have this imposter syndrome come through right before every single time. And then afterwards, I just Mm -hmm. always feel so validated and um, good about what I'm doing. You know, I'm like every time, like no matter how many times I've done this, I always have this like creeper mind, like, who do you think you are (laughs) doing this? You know? Um, So I just don't think like we ever fully get over that. And you, you just have to always, get over yourself and go do the thing like that you are called to do no matter mm-hmm. what it is don't let yourself talk you out of it um just putting that out there if anyone else needs to hear that or know that or you know yeah just get out of your own way because we all we all deal with imposter syndrome no matter think, how much we do what we do yeah i think you're weird if you don't <laughs> yeah possibly like a narcissist yeah for real <laughs> i mean there i mean i've been doing hair for 10 years and there's still times where i'm like am i good enough do i do enough and then the comparing as well there's so much on social media and a lot of my career is building my business marketing myself on social media Mm -hmm. so then i get in the so much comparing loop and um it's all bullshit because yeah, you do a great job. I've fuck yeah, you done do. thousands of people's hair in the last ten years, and nobody's tried to kill me yet. or like <laughs> yeah. roasted me online or anything. So I think I'm doing fine. And you're allowed to make mistakes too, no matter like yeah, that happens. How great you are, you're allowed to make those mistakes too. But I do make mistakes um, all the time. 
Yeah, but you you are badass at what you do. Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason why you reach so many people. There's a reason why you have your own business now, at your mm-hmm. own space, and have created that. Like, people people are gonna flock to you. I just know it, and I mean they already are, but I mean like far and wide. I feel people are gonna find you and come to you not care what they're spending and how they're getting there they're gonna do it you're so talented thanks yeah so how have you been wait i'm not done okay never mind um how was your (laughs) reiki drumming journey at the witchy night oh that i haven't seen you since dang that's so crazy that's right um so that was really wild. I only one person ended up like fully committing to it. Okay. Which was kind of great for her because she just got like a whole experience for herself. Um, but it was so powerful, like one of the most powerful ones I think I've done, which is wild. Um, so I at the time, I don't remember, was that March? I guess yeah, that was March. No. Yeah, that yeah. was March. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. two ago. Yep. And at the time, like I, I, like you could do a drumming journey for really anything, anything that you're desiring mm-hmm. um, to call in or reclaim or anything. And, you know, I was kind of just tapping into like the energy. There were other people who signed up, but the weather was funky that day. So they didn't end up coming. Um, so I was just kind of like tapping into the energy of the people who were desiring this and signed up for it. And like, what do, what do people need right now? And at the time, like I was just really feeling, um, we needed to connect with our higher selves and like walk in their shoes and bring that energy into our lives so that basically so we could get out of our own fucking way and you know see how badass we are basically was the energy I was feeling and so I was chatting with her about it like does this vibe with you you know or do you have a different intention since it is just use or something she's like no that sounds fucking amazing so we were downstairs and she like had the whole couch to herself. So she was able to like lay down and fully receive and she got, she had like a hoodie. So she got all cozy in there, like this little cocoon. And I was drumming. And at one point, like the drum sounded like a singing bowl with every yeah. beat. It would just was reverberating and having this deep, deep resonance. I've never heard my drum do that before. Mm. It was so wild. And I could just like feel like her higher self coming into the room and it lit up and it was so powerful. So, so beautiful. And afterwards she was like, Oh my God. Like she was, she was really tired coming in there before and just was like, you know, I'm here. Um, it's been rough. <laughs> it's the end of the winter, you know, just like low vibe in. And afterwards she was like, I feel so energized and so connected. And like, that was fucking powerful. And I'm like that, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. I definitely want to, um, host like drumming circles here at Moonbees mm-hmm. and just do some, do like that exact thing, but have whoever wants to come in, like bring a yoga mat or whatever we could do probably, I don't know, maybe eight people in here and uh, do that like once a month, have people to be able to access like a more um, cheaper option to receive in that way. Cause not everyone can afford what I have to offer and that's okay. But I want to be able to create, you know, accessible options for people too to be able to receive same thing with uh, group Reiki and trying to figure out like what that looks like. 
So I can offer these sorts of things for people, little mini, mini healing sessions. So mm-hmm. um, if you are interested in that in your local, definitely get on my mailing list through my website and follow me on Instagram because all of that's coming right around the corner. It's so powerful. I'm excited to be able to create these types of offerings and just help so many people connect back into themselves and receive the it's energy like a that sense they of need. Community yeah. and stuff like that. I get nervous community things. Oh, I know. Which is weird <laughs> because I like I feel like as a human, I mob deep in like <laughs> friendships mm-hmm. and like wherever I go, there's like ten people, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But when it's like a woman's circle or like a thing, I'm like, I don't Spiritual know about community. that. But it freaks me. <laughs> I out. know. I really, I'm like, I don't want people to think this is like a cult. Like when I talk about it, because uh, it's totally not. <laughs> Like, how do I tell people, like, I'm going to have moon rituals here without people being like, ooh, that girl's crazy, like, <laughs> or thinking I'm going to induct you them into something. You have to give me your money <laughs> monthly. Yeah, I don't know, like, because I'm that, start a that cult. does exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of paying taxes. We could, like, oh, yeah, I totally saw a TikTok. Religious exemption <laughs> type day shit. About that, where it was talking about making your own religion and putting in your own rules like all the freedoms that you desire and creating that because like the the what was it the saint and satanic satanic temple yes um you know and it's against your religion to not have abortion access that's fucking Mm -hmm. badass yep they're great yeah like all they're protecting trans lives they're protecting abortions they're protecting religious rights and Mm -hmm. freedoms and even doing stuff um i saw something about after school programs that were like christian at a non-christian school or whatever and they're like making it so the other kids have something else to yes. do. And they're not sitting there teaching them about fucking satan no they're just <laughs> making it so people aren't equality being, um <laughs> what's the word when you're like little indoctrinated oh yeah yeah totally yeah. I fucking Uh, love that. Me too. Go Satan. (laughs) Hail Satan. Oh, yeah. Go Satan. (laughs) Cheerleader here. (laughs) Give me an S. (laughs) Give me an A. Um, Side note, my fucking eyebrow is so itchy all the time. I feel like I'm going to scratch all the hair out of my eyebrow. Just one. Yeah, mostly. Which one? My left eyebrow. Weird. Yeah, just so you guys know, <laughs> I don't have an eyebrow at some point. <laughs> That's why. It's just like a cool new fad. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could pull it off. <laughs> so, uh, how have you been? Why haven't we hung out in forever? <sighs> Or recorded so, in forever. I got really sick. Um, <laughs> okay, my mom came. And when she was here, we were like hanging out and stuff. And I was so fucking tired. So that tired. I feel like her and I didn't um, do a whole lot. Which, I mean, she needed surgery anyways. Mm-hmm. So it was like fine. She didn't want to be doing a lot besides spending time together. So then she left. And... I missed my period 
and but I was like cramping and um like spotting mm-hmm. and so I was like well it's gonna be here anytime and then Curtis kept saying you're pregnant I'm like I'm not fucking pregnant but my boobs were kind of heavy <laughs> like well, they my period had come and gone and I'm mm-hmm. like wait have you started your period yet and you're like no mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like panicking a tiny and, bit and we're like almost exactly the same mm-hmm. just a few and days then um March 9th that morning I took a pregnancy test. That was the day I opened my shop or the day after I opened my shop. That's fucking crazy. Is it March 9th? No. Yeah, I think What's that's Rachel's right. Birthday? Yeah, March 9th. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Interesting. Uh I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um I was less scared than I thought I would be Mm. and more excited Mm. and um let it out yeah just like (laughs) sorry I'm crying grab a tissue they're right here um (laughs) yeah I'm just really excited now that was two months ago so I'm 14 weeks now I was like five weeks when I found out and then I got so sick like well okay it started (laughs) off by like dairy aversions Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then being not even aversion like it was making me really sick anytime i had dairy and then i was working and i was so fucking tired that my eyes were going like Mm cross-eyed and i was like one of them was like spasming and i was googling and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna die Because, you know, Google. Google. <laughs> Google and um, I went home and I slept for like 16 hours. Yeah. And hold on. And that was like before I took the pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were like, I'm so fucking exhausted. I've I think never I'm getting been sick. That tired know. in my life. Yeah. Once I found out, it was like, I kind of didn't feel good. And then the week after, it was like getting worse. And like some foods sounded kind of gross that i usually eat but it was like not that big a deal and then by like week seven or eight i've never felt like that my whole fucking life i was so sick i could barely get off the couch out of bed um i was sleeping so much curtis was just taking care of me Mm -hmm. i called off work a bunch i just like i felt so horrible i couldn't eat anything. anything yeah so they say when you have morning sickness, you need to, like, eat as soon as you wake up so that you don't feel like crap. But then it's like, I couldn't eat. And they're like, put some dry crackers by your bed. Let me fucking tell uh. you when you wake up and your mouth is fucking dry <laughs> and, like, stinky and you shove a saltine in there and it, like, won't disintegrate because your mouth is dry. It's the worst thing in the entire world. If I never fucking have a saltine the rest of my life, I'll be happy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that sounds so terrible. <laughs> and then Curtis, I like mi- almost missed one of my massages. So I sent him to go. And the massage girl is an Ayurvedic um, professional. And she's, <laughs> I think he misheard her, but she was like, flail your arms and legs around before you get out of bed and so every morning i would like lay there and just put all my arms and legs up and like flail them around and i told her that and she's like that's not what i said <laughs> and 
I was like, this feels silly, but I'm whatever I got to do to not feel sick. And I think it kind of worked. So, That's so I think funny. she said, move your arms and legs. But I'm like in bed going like this, like every morning for like six weeks. Um, That's so funny. So sure, flail your arms and legs around <laughs> if you're pregnant. Um, it's so funny because I went with you to that first like confirmation mm-hmm. um, appointment and you were like, you were fine and you just found out and you're like, I'm not going to get sick. I'm so healthy. And then literally the next day you just like, it like fucking Died. hit you and it was done and you were out. Um, for the count. <laughs> yeah. I always thought like being healthy you didn't get sick but that's just not fucking true yeah it's all the hormones pumping through your body yeah um which i don't know if this is true either but there's some um obgyn that i follow on tiktok and he said that if you do experience morning sickness and like nausea and vomiting your chances of miscarriage are 50 to 75% less. Mm-hmm. Which is Some cool. strong ass hormones. Yeah. yeah. And when she did my like test at the sketchy Christian pregnancy yeah. center. We need to talk about that. <laughs> um, she was like, are you sure it's only been this long? That's like, um, like the hormones were strong. And yeah. I was like, I know exactly what day I got pregnant. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> because well, we were both sick <laughs> he was sick and then i got sick the week after and then he got a tooth pulled so i was like mm. we didn't have sex yeah. and i'm like there's no way i'm fucking pregnant unless i'm the virgin mary yeah and then i was like wait <laughs> i think we did <laughs> and it's annoying because it was like like a day after my period ended and mm. i was like i was like oh, I can't get pregnant right now because I'm like still kind of bleeding. And he's like, yeah, you can. I'm like, no, you can't. Don't tell me about my body. And then he was right. I'm like, damn it. That's a shitty way to lose an argument. So funny. That's a great way to lose an argument. So, which is another thing. It's like all these women are planning their ovulation and they say you can only get pregnant within like a certain window but it might be bullshit because (laughs) i don't know how do people get pregnant just one time i don't know i think the window's bigger than we think well the thing is every woman every every person with a uterus who has ovulation cycles uh, our bodies are all very different and that's True. the problem like there is kind of the basic standard but i think more people don't fall into the norm well and we're having sex like you know 10 days or whatever past or mm-hmm, whatever they mm-hmm, say it is like mm-hmm. trying to get pregnant and it's like that's not when i was ovulating yeah. at all so so wild um i would love um to hear more about the christian uh what is it is it just a, a it's pregnancy a free center? clinic and they which is great if if you need yeah. that that was so awesome to be able to go there and just to get that yeah i think the issue i'm grateful for it i think the issue that i have is okay not the issue they ask a lot of great questions you can tell that a lot of like low income or no income pregnant people go there because it's free and so they like 
ask if you are safe or if you're in a safe group like mm-hmm. environment That's and they great. help you and they can give you like free baby clothes and free maternity clothes. That's awesome. And they have so many resources, but you got to do all this like Christian shit. Yeah. To do it. Um, and the lady was really nice. When I went back the second time, she was like, we went and got an ultrasound and Kurt was going to record it. And she's like, no phones. And I was like, weird. What? It, like, why? And she was like, didn't I tell you about phones in your pregnancy? And she was like, 5G is going to deform your baby. You can't use your phone when you're oh, pregnant. And I'm like, fuck gosh. you. So like, they're not what? just weird fear mongering <laughs> bullshit. Like, yeah. you're telling women this? It's, I don't know. Everybody has a phone. And if I didn't use my you're phone, you're around a fuckload of phones. I'm if you still going to be in like Wi Fi waves and <laughs> whatever else. Like, everybody's babies are fine that i know nobody quit using their phones like yeah it's just stupid also we don't even have 5g here so shut up honestly yeah that's true too where we live um the ultrasound also it's not good yeah Yeah. (laughs) the ultrasound waves are like not great for the baby so she didn't say anything about like that but she's yeah talking about my phone i don't know so funny and then um I would say like three weeks ago, the sun came out and I was like, I got up and we went outside to do something. And I was like, holy shit. I feel like I just crawled out of a fucking cave. <laughs> like Literally. I was in such survival mode mm-hmm. for those like uh, two months, eight weeks that like... I don't even know how I did go to work. Like yeah. I was so sick I'm all the time. All. And like, I don't, the other thing is there's so many pregnant women around you that you don't know because people aren't telling people when they're pregnant at that stage. And like, just be fucking nice to people because you don't know who could be pregnant and they might stab you. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do, you probably deserved it. So <laughs> I know it's, it's just, really hard. Like, I, I don't know how people have to like go about their normal days like when a lot of people are yeah. exactly in the state that you were mm-hmm. um, you know and then not having that support too other than like your direct people you know that my, you are telling yeah. I think my it's situation so is so unique and fucking awesome because Number one, like a very supportive husband that made all my food, got me whatever I needed and was there for me. All your cravings, like like, (laughs) anything. A lot of women don't have that. Yeah. Whether it's just a half-ass fucking partner that Mm -hmm. they have to take care of Mm -hmm. or nobody at all. Yeah. Um, And so I feel really grateful about that. And um, my work schedule, like, the salon that I worked at before, I wouldn't have been able to mm. have any time off. I worked five days a week, 40 hours a week. I couldn't call off. And if I did, I was like in trouble and had and to have like a doctor's note. No, it was oh. commission. Oh. And I made the same in two weeks that I make in That's sometimes so one day. That's so crazy. And um, it's, yeah, it's just... I feel so grateful. Like my sister-in-law had to, she was sick her entire pregnancy Mm. the way that I was, which I can't even fucking imagine. And she had to work every single day the whole time. And up, she went in to send out emails while she was in labor. Like, and she had to save up her 
vacation time no. because she didn't get maternity leave. So like she only got six weeks too. Oh Your organs aren't even God. back where they're supposed to be in six weeks. That's so fucked up. That's so insane. So um, speaking of organs, Oregon, <laughs> the state <laughs> passed a bill that all parents um get 12 weeks off for maternity leave fuck paid. yes fuck yes like and full pay or like 60%. it's dependent on your income um and so all businesses with like a certain amount of employees pay into it like one percent and then if you're a small business so like you mm-hmm. or me can sign up to pay into it and it's supposed to go into effect in September. Amazing. But I heard that it might like not. pay into it for ourselves. Is that no or for our employees? for everyone? No, for like the whole like if you start paying into it right now, like mm-hmm. it would cover someone else's. Gotcha. It's like a group. But like, would we get paid, or is it through Correct. the company? Okay, so even being the small business owners, the government would be. Paying so you're paying us. the government out one percent, and then <clears> they pay you for your leave for cool. 12 weeks Amazing. so if kurt's company or whatever he looked into it and he would get like a thousand dollars a week like to be off which is great that's so great mm-hmm. that's for so 12 nice. weeks and you can use it you don't have to use it all at that time but you can use it like if your kid's sick or whatever and it's awesome Fuck yeah and so um i heard that it might not happen in september because they don't have enough money for it but yeah. that's the plan and so if you pay into it within 30 days of going on maternity leave, you can get money from it. So that's fantastic. Pretty cool. Hell yeah. And like other states are trying to say that six weeks is too much. Yeah. Even though they're trying to like block abortion bans Mm -hmm. for all kinds of things. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So I do feel really grateful to live in this state pregnant because there's a lot of scary stuff going on all over the country. And sometimes I worry about my pregnant friends in other states. And like if something did go wrong with their pregnancy, would like their lives even be a priority? Probably not. And so it like scares the fuck out. But yeah, that's kind of what's been going on with me. It's like ruling my whole life. I feel mostly yeah. good now, but second trimester. Yesterday I glow. entered my second trimester, that's so I so can great. finally tell people. I don't know how I want to announce it like besides this. <laughs> like I don't I hate the like no offense the announcement to anybody, <laughs> but like the little boards with like the things and it's just so chuggy to me mm-hmm. and i'm just like don't want to do that uh one of my friends is pregnant and she's gonna announce it by do her with her gender reveal and she's gonna her i can't say that much um <laughs> skydiving and when she pulls the what? lever the uh parachute will be Whatever color the baby. She can go skydiving? Uh, I guess once you're in your second trimester, trimester, it's more safe. She was like, well, I could die, but... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, like, well, you could always die skydiving. So. That's bravery. Yep. So. God damn. Super cute. 
that's quite the announcement. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be out by the time this comes I out, so I won't be outing anybody. But realize that you could do extreme sports like that. I mean, like I wouldn't, it. but I've never skydived, so <laughs> you know, that's to each his own. Intense. Mm-hmm. How fun for her, though. I know. <laughs> so I don't know. I wanted to like wait till I was fatter to like have a bump you and be a, like you got a bump now a little bit of a There's bump. There's a bump. But to be like, oh hey. But now that's out, it's gonna be out here and then like two weeks when this drops, <laughs> I'm like gotta think of something. Do you have any ideas? I'm really bad at this kind of stuff too. I'm I mean for me I have a lot of pets and stuff, so I'd probably do something <gasps> corny mean, and cheesy with I can't my pets. Get my pets to sit and I don't <laughs> like them that much. <laughs> you don't like your pets that much. No. <laughs> I was thinking like do like some kind of card poll with like motherhood and fertility, but that could get confusing and people be like, Wait, is she yeah, I don't yeah. know. And then I have the ultrasound from nine weeks but it was like a little bean yeah so i had a scare also a couple weeks ago um i woke up and there was like a little bit of spotting which i didn't really think too much about but i had some cramping so i like wasn't really sure and i panicked and called the midwives and she was like yeah we should get looked at we'll try to get you in for an ultrasound at asante the hospital and um then i went downstairs and there was like two drops of blood on the toilet that i Mm. didn't see that i guess like when i took the dogs out i just didn't turn the light on Mm. at like six in the morning and so i was like super freaked out all day so scary and it is so scary and it's like you know sometimes you're like do i want this am i gonna be a good mom well, I haven't really thought, do I want this? I just been excited, but it's like even more of a reminder, like how bad I wanted this. Yeah, totally. And um, so we went and we got the ultrasound and like the fetus has arms and it's <laughs> like heart was beating and it was flailing around and it was like, I got to finally hear the heartbeat mm. and it, I was like, can I have so a real. picture? And she's like, no. Okay. <laughs> no? I guess because it was like a safety one to make sure it was still viable or something so weird yeah i don't know i could use that but she's <laughs> but they told you everything is fine everything normal. is good yeah and so i guess that can happen i mean i talked to other people who spotted their whole pregnancy and yeah anytime they pooped or had mm-hmm. sex and so we're on a penetration probation, but I don't know how long. So hopefully that'll Doctor's be Doctor's orders. Yeah. She was like, just don't get penetration. <laughs> penetration probation. Yeah. That just rolls right off mm-hmm. the tongue. This is not good, though. No. So. No, thank you. Hopefully we can end that soon. <laughs> like this week. Because um, that was just last week. Are you going to do like a gender reveal or anything like that? Yeah. It's a girl. Yeah, it's <laughs> revealed. <laughs> it's a baby girl. Send in name ideas. We have yes. some, but I'm open Yay. to all the things. I think I'll have to look at her.
I'm getting used to watching birthing videos, but the first couple mm-hmm. I watch, I'm like, ah, ah, yeah. ah, ah. Oh. Yeah, it takes a while. I've watched quite a few. Um, I feel like, I, I just, for me, like, I think it is such an empowering thing if you are able to do that, to be able to birth vaginally and naturally without any anything interfering that mm-hmm. like honestly there's so much research now too yeah. of like how inductions actually can create complications yeah. and stuff um you know because it's our bodies do, they do know what to do there are occasions when there needs to be intervention mm-hmm. absolutely um you know that's very situational but now birth is just on the doctor's schedule these mm-hmm. days and um, you know, some people choose to have a scheduled cesarean and that's totally yeah. fine. Whatever no your, shame. whatever your birth choices are perfect for you. Um, but to me, like just looking at it, like if I were to have a baby, if I'm able to like, what a powerful experience to have to yeah. be able to birth your child vaginally unmedicated. My best friend that gave birth last year the whole thing was awful um gestational diabetes early on preeclampsia later got covid from the hospital staff while in labor no and was laboring for like 24 hours so then it's like the symptoms of that start coming in and they had her on a magnesium drip to control her blood pressure and she doesn't even remember like giving birth she was she said she felt fucking wasted Mm. And she's like, I'm excited to get to do it again. But she does Mm. have an induction date. And like, I'm in this space where I want to respect everybody's choices and what they want to do. Um, But I think that I I don't know. So there's so many people everywhere like telling me that they're pregnant or they want to get pregnant. Someone I know is like her and her wife are also going to start doing IUI this month and like all these things. Wow. And I just got chills. I am very excited. I didn't tell you about that one, <laughs> no. but um, I'm in this weird place where I want to share the resources that I've been so given. Important. Yeah. But also not like push my agenda yeah. on anybody else. But I feel like people just don't know. People don't know. There's people not- have no idea. And like, we're not taught about our bodies or given those resources because we think that the medical system is yeah. is right and the way to go and and not that it's wrong and necessarily, I, I but we're just not told otherwise. I think that the doctors believe that that's what's right too, like, mm-hmm. and the staff there too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that those people are, are ill intent in any way. Yeah. It's just proven that the more intervention like once you have one intervention the likelihood of having more Mm -hmm. goes up and so you get given pitocin to be induced and then that slows down your labor and they don't want you laboring for over 24 Mm -hmm. hours so um and i don't know the epidural fucks you up and then there it's like you're just stuck in this state and then you end up with a c-section that you didn't want yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot I don't know. Yeah. Totally. I don't know what happens if your baby gets too big Mm -hmm. and you just put, I think you just push them out. I don't know. (laughs) But it's like, that's another risk that 
a lot of people worry about is like if the baby's too big inside of you and then you have to be induced early and all that. And so I'm just super grateful of most people I know in Oregon go that route. Yeah. It's very Oregon thing. Yeah. Um, even my husband's like mom and sister both gave natural birth, gave birth naturally and unmedicated. And there's something that we could look into actually for an episode. It's called hypnobirthing. Have you heard of I that? I have heard about that. I think that's brilliant. It's from what I know, I don't know a lot, but there's um, like a type of breathing technique and like putting mm-hmm. yourself in a trance state that can help you like birth more painlessly mm-hmm. and like tapping into your body. And a lot of the birth stories I listen to, people are talking about um, as soon as they remembered to connect to their breath, they could like go again. Yeah. Because it's like your body. It's your life force. You get... <laughs> The amount of pain you're in would kill a person. Mm-hmm. But since you're in like labor, it doesn't kill you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're literally past the point of death amount of pain. Yeah. And so I'm sure that if you're not focused in that you just feel like you're dying. Yeah. Yeah. I have a old coworker who um, did hypnobirthing on bo- with both of her kids and she highly recommends it. I've heard a lot of powerful things about it mm-hmm. and truly like connecting to our breath helps us get through so much helps you work through your anxiety through the pain um, I remember going to one of the yoga classes here at Southern Oregon Elm and it was the uh, massage yin mm-hmm. and she she focuses on teaching you the box breath yep. because she's going to go in and adjust you I and it's going to be pretty it could be painful mm-hmm. and you know, she's like, it's not, I don't want you to feel completely discomfort, but you know, we're, we're getting in there. And so to, the way to work through it is to focus on the box breath and it truly does make it feel less painful. Yeah. I was like, wow, this hurts like in a good way. <laughs> I like that lady, crazy. but she pushed on my eyeballs. <laughs> oh yeah. That was really weird. <laughs> and we all went to <laughs> was dinner. that when we got the, yeah. uh, she puts like this little mm-hmm. pad on your face. We all went to dinner after and we were like, are you still seeing see. stars? <laughs> like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. My massage lady said, you're not even supposed to put those pads on your eyes because they're too heavy, let alone having her so smush them down. So anyways, breathing. Yes, yes, I agree. So like a couple of my friends did the whole hypnobirthing like preparation. And then, you know, once they were in it, it didn't work for them Mm -hmm. but then i have most of my clients have children and i've been asking every person their birthing story and it's amazing to hear them all and yeah like it has worked for some of my clients my client was like yeah i gave birth in like an hour and it was (laughs) kind of fine i'm like both I've times, heard that from so some I'm people like, okay. too like whoa how <laughs> goals i think too like with hypnobirthing it seems like you really have to like create that practice with yourself now mm-hmm. and it is like it's a type of meditation and you know it's like any healer will tell you when they're in the thick of their own traumas or situations we forget our own toolbox and i think that's probably what happens like when you're in when you're birthing and you're having this intense experience mm-hmm. um you forget about the tools that you've learned and so yeah. it's really like connecting back to that and having 
people, you know, who are there with you to remind you of the tools that you have be like, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I need to do this. (laughs) I think that I even though I'm going to be with the midwives, I'm still going to hire a doula. Yeah, because the midwives just leave you alone. They check on you Mm -hmm. like I think every half hour Mm -hmm. and then they just leave you alone with whoever you choose to be a part of your like labor experience. Mm -hmm. So Curtis and I would just be in there by ourselves and like they would teach him some like counter pressure and like stuff like that to do but they don't really like sit there and so having a doula like remind me of things yeah also i don't know how kurt's gonna be because he doesn't do good with like (laughs) blood and things yeah hopefully he's got enough adrenaline pumping but have him watch the birth videos with you and stuff too like at least some of them to like really be able to pump himself up you know for what the experience could be like i also want to say um i imagined pregnancy being this deeply spiritual thing which it is but i was in such like survival mode for so long Mm -hmm. that i've just like was horizontal (laughs) on tiktok or reality tv or whatever that i just have felt like very disconnected from myself and my inner witch and i think that's another part of why we haven't been able to be here is i just needed to like get back to myself and i just kind of want that to be a reminder that like it's cyclical it's Mm -hmm. an up and down thing like your practice can mm -hmm. ebb and flow deal with with what's happening in your life and to not you're not any less of a witch for not showing Mm -hmm. up weekly daily mm-hmm. whatever your practice is falling out yeah. of whatever the, the thing you're life doing. happens and we have to mm-hmm. surrender to what is happening yeah mm-hmm. so um just like trying to get back to that and like recognizing it and honoring it i love that yeah that's so good that's a great reminder thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that you're welcome any other magical things you want to share about or no having a baby it's a girl november 5th oh it's gonna be fucking scorpio (laughs) unless something crazy happens it is dead center (laughs) so if it's like two weeks early or two weeks late it's still scorpio Scorpio. (laughs) it's it's scorpio mom (laughs) so karma maybe this is gonna be fun (laughs) at least at least i will understand her i think it's going to be I really think. exciting to uh, put her whole birth chart together and really like fully start to understand I her too. found an app for like, or yeah, for after. It's called like Star Child or something. Love. And it's like you're doing your child's chart and stuff. <laughs> That's <laughs> so great. Cool. Um, best friend, past guest, Monica. She's been um, playing around with her kids birth charts and she's like it's so fun to really truly start to, to understand them, them yeah. and how they work and and then also to be able to like dream of the person that they'll become it's really fun to hear about and then it's also like fun because then she gets to just know more about astrology mm-hmm. so it's like a fun little learning thing for her too yeah i'm terrified but just in like a unknown kind of way yeah I think that's normal. Totally normal. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for Kurt. I'm excited. Our whole family. We knew it was a girl, too. We predicted the shit out of this before you even got pregnant. Yeah. 
and through the pregnancy we all kept calling her she Mm -hmm. i would have been shook yeah like like floored if it wasn't it's also your witchy superpower which maybe our, we've never really talked about before on here but you are mm-hmm. really good at predicting not just pregnancies but the sex when people mm-hmm. are pregnant i always know when somebody's fucking pregnant yeah i always know when i saw kate in october i like it's Almost whenever it's like told to me, I'm like, duh, I duh. That. Yeah. it's not like a, like in the moment I'm like, you're pregnant right now. <laughs> yeah. But whenever they say it, I'm like, I knew that. Yeah. Um, my friend that did tell me the other day, I never would have guessed that. But mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I have already placed bets on all the pregnancies I know right now <laughs> in my mind. I haven't told any of them, but I guess I could. It's, it's fertile time right mm-hmm. now. I have had four people tell me they're pregnant since I've been pregnant. And I'm wow. just like, who else is pregnant that <laughs> hasn't told me? Yeah, you're just like, like looking around. Find? <laughs> so it's all really exciting. And, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot. Yeah. We decided we're going to do seasons. Yeah. Um, since our life is having different seasons. Yeah, we are mm-hmm. in a different season. Mm-hmm. And obviously with the baby coming, we know that there that's going to be a whole nother season. Mm-hmm. And we will we will honor that. And, you know, I have so many chills just thinking about it. Like for me personally, in my own business, I very much run things like on my energy and how I'm feeling. So, you know, honoring our energy together collectively with this podcast lately has just felt so good. Um, And, you know, if you are needing that permission slip to honor your energy and a reminder that you don't have to show up even for the things that you put on your own plate, like creating a podcast and wanting to be weekly and all that, you know, whatever you got going on in your life, mm-hmm. you can really honor your own energy and you, you, you're not disappointing anyone. Mm-hmm. Like this is, we, we always tell ourselves like, this is a job we created for ourselves. And so we get to make the rules and do what we want and do what feels yeah. right. And, you know, life is literally happening for both of us. Like I just birthed a business mm-hmm. and, you are creating life. So, you know, we're always going to honor our energy and, you know, try like we do this because we love it and Mm -hmm. we do this for you, but it's for us still. And that has always been our rule since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. This is for us. And so to have permission for yourself to, to, to just take it easy when you need to take it easy, honor your energy, honor your cycles of life. Um, you know, whatever it is, we'll be there when you're ready to go back yeah. to it too. So our goal is to be spitting out some weekly episodes again. Um, and for maybe the next 20 weeks or maybe even until close to when I'm mm-hmm. about to go into labor, um, around my birthday. Yeah. That'll line up. So yeah, that could be our goal, mm-hmm. but we also are just going to, we have flexibility yeah. in the job we've created for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So I got this really, really cool deck for my mom for her birthday that mm-hmm. she's been using a lot that I got from Moonbees Wellness <laughs> and it's so fucking pretty. And ever since I bought it for her, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, I have to have that deck. Yeah. So I got it today and I would love to pull Maybe just one card sure. to send us off. That would be great. Is there anything you want to talk about before we 
rounded out? No, I'm feeling really good. Excited to, this just feels good. Oh, actually there is one thing. Um, it won't come out for a few months, but I got interviewed on someone else's podcast. Um, was it last week? Uh, it's called Kalia's Corner and Kalia and her friend Hannah, they both were raised evangelical Christians and they have, they're wrapping up their first season right now, which has been basically just healing that trauma from growing up that way. And they're reading this book. I don't, I don't know anything about this, so I can't tell you what the book is, but reading parts of a book that they were raised on that basically is about um, how like dating is not good in you, you know, like how to find your exact person and not to waste your time. I did listen to one episode and he was saying something about how like Jesus came to him and told him not to be with this specific person. And so he broke up with them. And I literally had that happen to me when I was uh, like right out of high school, there was this guy who I went to school with and we had the same uh, last name, which was funny. And we made out and then we're boyfriend and girlfriend for literally like six days maybe. And he showed up to my work one day and broke up with me because Jesus came to him and told him not to be with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I heard that, I just laughed so hard. I'm like, he must have read this book probably because he was very, very Christian. Um, anyways, it's a, like a cop. Out. It's an interesting. Yeah. Also, that's maybe you guys were just related and being protected <laughs> that way. <laughs> no, I definitely I don't think we're related at all. Like totally mm-hmm. living in a different state from where my my genes come from. But um yeah. Anyways, it's it's a fun podcast. They're really funny ladies and uh, it's done really well. I'm like really impressed with their editing and how everything's come together. But their second season's coming up this summer and they're calling it Season of the Witch. So they're really diving into the things that they now resonate with. And so I got to be their first guest on that season, which is coming out, I think, in July and so check that out when it comes cool. out. Go support them too. Other local witches um, here in Southern Oregon. Loved hanging out with them. And we'll probably have them on in the future too to chat with them about yeah. their journey and, and where they're headed. And yeah, so that was great. Cool. So let's pull some cards. That's fresh. I haven't even shuffled it yet. Well, the card that fell is the high priestess. And I have to take a picture because it's so beautiful. But I also really like this deck because so the guidebook that goes with it, Mm -hmm. every like everything's the art isn't. Oh, God. Amazing. And it's really, really well written. I'm obsessed even with just like the backsides of the card. Mm -hmm. Like the artwork is so pretty and it has that gold foil lining on the sides. It's such a gorgeous deck. I'm really glad that it gets to be in the family and we get to see it regularly. Um, Direction. What is it called again? The deck is the Radiant Wilds Atlas. Navigate inner desert landscapes. So it is like very deserty, mm-hmm. like space themed as well. Love it. So on this card, she's sitting on half of a moon um, above a desert in like a little window in the stars. 
Um, direction, trust, intuition, dreams, higher consciousness, legend. The high priestess is a self-contained woman is levitating at the gateway to a higher realm. The infinite universe lies just beyond. She is enthroned on a waxing crescent moon that floats above a vibrant desert while stars of the clear night shine in her strong presence. She nakedly embraces herself and her mysterious nature as she turns inward. That explains it way better than I just did <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> so then it has um, the light and the shadow. So the light is upwards and then the shadow would be reversed. I like the way they uh, depict that mm -hmm. in the reading. That's great. You are ready to evolve to new levels of consciousness. The high priestess knows how to connect to her innate truth and lets it guide her, which makes her infinitely powerful. She tunes out external noises and unoriginal thought, a master of intuition and psychic ability. She invites you to embrace your own internal terrain and act from its vast night of the night sky of wisdom. The high priestess empowers you to instinctively access your subconscious potential while still remaining in the physical world. Sometimes you need to close your eyes to really see. You'll find that all you need to know and has been all you need to know is and has been already there readily available to you. Discern your dreams teachings and listen to your gut. They speak to you for a reason. And then it has a radiance tip at the mm -hmm. end. Start a dream journal and analyze your dreams over time. Meditate on them during the day. So interesting. We have to get Jackson back on to talk about dreams. I've been having yeah. some wild and crazy dreams the past couple of weeks. They've been intense during the eclipse portal. Same. Um, I love that. That's literally like probably my favorite card mm -hmm. in the tarot uh she's just your intuitive witchy woman mm -hmm. i love it so much and to know that like yeah. literally we have everything we need inside of us and it's just a matter of tapping into that energy and it takes with small baby practices to really unlock that and even if you're tapped out you can always come, you can back. come back into it I'm thinking of when we did our, like, we'll be back episode last. Mm -hmm. One of the cards was like birthing and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm mm -hmm. like, they don't know I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. and I will literally be birthing. Yeah, that's really wild. That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, so nice to be back here with you, all of you. I missed you, everyone. Um, I feel good. I feel back. I feel present. Mm. Yes. We got this. This is so exciting. Yeah. It felt really good to get all uh, recorded up again and to hear you through my headphones. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so um, take a nap if you need one because you deserve it. Get penetrated if you want. Or if you can. <laughs> or if you're allowed medically. Enjoy um, some herbal tea. Get in that sunshine if you got it. Yes, and put your bare feet in the grass or the dirt. Mm -hmm. Rub it on your face. Okay, <laughs> bye. Shave your pubes, bye. <laughs> Find us on TikTok and Instagram at Waking Up the Witch.
please email us your witchy stories, ghost stories, corrections, and advice questions to wakingupthewitch at gmail.com. Love you. Love you.